Hi everyone, welcome back to She's on Top, conversations with Chicago's leading women. Edgewater edition. Why Edgewater? Well, I live and work here and truly love my community. So I decided it would be fun to focus on women from the neighborhood who are leading in all sorts of ways. Small business owners, entrepreneurs, activists, and volunteers. But first, a few facts about Edgewater. Did you know that Edgewater was first developed in the 1800s as a summer destination for Chicago's elite? Seems funny to think about it now from a distance perspective. And Edgewater, for a time, was the only electric, lighted suburb adjacent to Chicago. A prominent developer named John Lewis Corcoran was responsible for the names of most of Edgewater's main streets. Originally from Philadelphia, he named Ardmore, Thorndale, Bryn Mawr, Berwyn, and Devon after train stations in Philly. And of course, there's the famous Edgewater Beach Hotel, or the Pink Hotel, which is now condominiums. Chicago is definitely a city defined by its neighborhoods, and the women of Edgewater love their neighborhood. So much so that when I started to look for participants for the Edgewater edition of the podcast, I was flooded with responses. My first guest is Angeline Brousseau, president and founder of Roots Relocation Services. It's funny because I actually knew Angeline from the real estate side of my life, but didn't realize that she was my neighbor. Super cool to connect with her. Let's listen in. So hi, Angeline. Thank you so much for joining me today on She's on Top. How are you? Hi, Christine. I'm good. How are you? Great. It's so nice to see you. Uh, Full disclosure to our listeners, Angeline and I um, had worked at uh, a brokerage together in the past and now are at separate brokerages, but still have kept in touch. And I found out kind of randomly on the Facebook, on the Edgewater Facebook page that we are neighbors. Yes, we are. Edgewater is probably one of the best neighborhoods in the city. So <laughs> why do you say that? Um, it has a small town feel in a big city. Um, I think it's one of the friendliest neighborhoods in the city. I have made so many wonderful friends, other parents, um, dog owners. I've got two basset hounds. Um, (laughs) Anybody who lives in the neighborhood knows my dogs. Um, And, um, you know, it's got, you're just steps away from downtown Andersonville. You've got some great local Edgewater hotspots, you know, then there's the Whole Foods and then it's just tree-lined streets and Sen High School turns into an amazing little gathering place, you know, when school's out. Um, but it's just beautiful. It's quiet, but you're close to everything. I sometimes have to remind myself to get out of my little Edgewater bubble because it's so easy to stay right there, you know, and be among It's so people. funny because Chicago is so like that, right? Like yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a city of neighborhoods. Yeah. And I'm super excited to be doing this like Edgewater focus because, you know, like I said, I live here, have, I've only lived here for, know four or five years um but just kind of starting to really get connected with the community and wanting to put down some roots here um 
And so you, it was great that you popped up because I, my whole, this whole month and possibly May as well, because I had such a good response from different people from Edgewater wanting to come on the podcast and talk about, you know, what they're doing, their businesses and things like that. And, you know, after COVID and pretty much any time, it's exciting to, to support people who are going out there, especially women in business. So tell me what you've been up to. I heard you have a new, a new project that you started. Yes. So I recently started a business called Roots Relocation Services, and I am basically a relocation specialist. Um, I have moved plenty of times throughout my life. Um, and I also am very, um, very passionate about research. <laughs> I, um, okay. So in I have, I'm actually going to be moving to North Carolina and sadly leaving my, my beautiful little neighborhood, but um, it has been a very eye-opening experience, especially now doing it with a child, which I didn't have in the past. You know, I've lived in California, um, Michigan, um, Illinois, and then in various towns and cities around, you know, so I've experienced all the ups and downs of moving, but I am somebody who is, um, not at all spontaneous. I like to do my research. You know, I like to know everything about what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. I won't even buy a pair of socks without reading reviews. Like I want to know that I'm getting the best of the best in every area. And these Facebook groups are amazing too, because you get so many incredible resources, you know, um, since becoming a mom, I joined a lot of mom groups and you know, I mean, mothers are like the biggest consumers out there. And so I am just like, and also the biggest questioners, right? Yes. Is this the right thing? Is this going to be okay? Yeah. Especially exactly. with your first one. Yes. Yeah. And so I really started to like, um, become interested in the fact that like Facebook groups and, and networking is, is, that is our new life. You know, I mean, it's no longer just opening up a, a phone book anymore. Like we are, we are talking to locals and we're getting local recommendations. And so I had joined um, some uh, Facebook groups in North Carolina so that I could kind of research and get to know everything. And what I started to find was there was a lot of other people just like me. Um, and the funny thing is I'd never been to North Carolina and I chose it based on an insane Excel spreadsheet that I put together <laughs> through joining Facebook groups and researching and reading articles and blogs to find the perfect town for me and my family when we were ready to settle down somewhere, you know? And so I wound up coming, Rally was up there as one of the towns that would be perfect for us. And it, I had highlighted everything in green that really matched everything. And this was like two years of research for me, awesome. <laughs> um, you know, before, cause we have like a, we have like a five-year plan, but this is, this is our goal now. And so we, um, I really started to notice though, that a lot of people are in the same boat I am. We are seeing this like mass migration happening, you know, people the pandemic has changed things and we're seeing a change in the workplace. Everybody's working remotely and people need more space. And they're also realizing because they're working remotely that they have more options, you know? Right, right. So life in America is changing and people need support and, and moving is scary. It's up there in the top five, you know, most stressful things a person can go through. And the fact is, it's also really exciting and it's a huge journey. And I realize that I am really exceptional at collecting information 
and resources for people and doing my due diligence. Um, and so I decided I wanted to move into building a company, a business where I actually kind of coach people through the process. You know, um, I manage, I support, I advocate, and I find the best referrals for everything because that's what I've been doing for the past few months as I've been doing my own research, you know, and it's a long process, you know, like there's not just, you have Yelp and Google reviews, but a lot of the time those can't be trusted. So it's a matter yeah. of talking to locals, you know, tell me the best movers you used. And, you know, um, I need a handyman. Who's your guy? You know, um, I need a plumber, you know, um, and then you have people saying, don't use this company. I had a really bad experience and other people. And then you get multiple, multiple people who might say, you know, I use this guy and he was amazing. I second that I third that, you know, and when you start getting all those responses, you know, you've got a good, you know, a good resource, you know? Yeah. And so if someone were to contact you and say like, Hey, I'm thinking about moving to Nashville, just because yeah. I, I keep hearing about Nashville. Where do you start with your research? Do you do you do like an interview with them and, and like do a you know a pretty in-depth like investigation about what they're looking for or how does that go? Yes. So first I do a free consultation to just kind of discuss what their thoughts are and, and tell them about my services. And um, you know, I Arthur, have a... Arthur likes that. <laughs> Hi Arthur. I remember when Arthur was a puppy. Yep. Um, and so I talk about my, I have a bunch of different packages from like the bare bones basic, which is really good, you know, even for people who are on a very tight budget and going to rent in a new place and don't even have jobs yet. You know, um, I think it's a really good, uh, package for people in the service industry and, you know, things like that, where they're going to be kind of starting over and just have a little bit of savings, but they're just kind of lost, you know, and that is like a standardized checklist, a, a do's and don'ts list, a little like a one hour consult just to kind of discuss. And that's just $50. And it's just to kind of get them started on the right track, you know. And then I have the silver package or, or the bronze, that's yeah, the silver package, which is um, 500. And that starts with first of, you know, having, we have our initial consultation where I go over the packages and talk to them about what's best for them. You know, and then if they decide they want to go through with one of them, then we have a one hour consultation where I really get to know the person, you know, I mean, we really have a long conversation, what their dreams are, their hopes, their biggest fears, what they're anxious about, you know, their wants, their needs in a neighborhood, in, you know, a community, you know, what they need for work. Um, are you noticing any, any patterns about what people are, are there, like, what are their top five concerns when they're moving, things like that? Have you noticed any kind of commonality there? Um, crime and natu natural disasters are a big one, you oh, know. okay. That's not what um, I would have thought. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a big concern. Um, the moving process, like actually finding the right movers is a really big one. It's, you know, I mean, you hear nightmares about things getting broken or then, just the cost of it is really overwhelming. So um, one thing I do in the silver package is I research a variety of different movers, you know, based on local referrals in that area, you yeah, know, and yeah. um, then find what kind of services they offer. Cause there's a variety. I mean, you could have like, you could just rent a truck or a trailer or 
You could have somebody come into your house, pack everything up for you, load it into the truck and drive it to your new home and unload it, you know? So right. That's the only way I'm going anywhere after yeah. how many times I've moved and uh -huh. like, I'm over it. I'm like, show up, pack it up, meet me it's at the other end. <laughs> It's so yeah. worth it. Like you mm -hmm. think you're saving all this money, but a lot of the times, you know, when you do the bare bones, it winds up costing you a lot. You know, I was yeah, talking and things get broken and you don't know. It's yeah. just, a, it's a lot of stress. So I'm curious because you and I are both, you know, real estate brokers at, by trade, right? How do you, how has your experience just being on the brokerage side informed this, this roots relocation decision? Um, I have found that as much as I have enjoyed being an agent and I'm going to continue with my license, I am kind of letting that go a little bit. And I'm, you know, I have like a lot of um, clients, you know, from the past that I'm working with, you know, who are reaching out to me, but I'm probably in the future going to be moving more into referrals mm -hmm. um, because I didn't really feel like real estate. I, first of all, I felt like I was doing more than even my job was you know, um, I was in my, that was in my job uh, requirements because I, I get really into, you know, the services part of it, you right. know, and I'm really, really good at doing research and advocating for people. And I, I really love um, helping people out in other ways. I have a background in interior design, you know, so I get really excited about helping people when it when they, it comes down to setting up their home, you know, and um, when I would talk to clients and find that they were struggling with, you know, something in a move, I really wanted to like jump into that part, you know, and so as, you know, much as I have gotten a lot out of real estate and, you know, I've learned so much, I kind of want to move out of the sales aspect and really get into services, you know, um, because, you know, as I'm talking to clients now um, through my, my relocation business, it's really um, fulfilling to be able to have these conversations where we get personal and they talk about their fears and I talk about what their families are going through and what they're worried about with their children and being able to empower them and, you know, really listen, you know, which is actually one of the reasons why I'm going to be pursuing um, a certification in coaching because I want to learn as many resources as possible on how to support them and how to really, really be there for my clients through this, you know, scary time in their life, you know, so. That's awesome. It's so funny. Like I, you know, cause I'm a coach broker yeah. um, and I, you know, I'm excited for you because I sense, you know, your, your passion and excitement about this new journey. So, and it sounds like an amazing fit for you. And it also sounds like something that's going to build and build as a really kind of forward thinking in terms of, what people are needing right now. I, I congratulate you. I'm excited for you. Thank you. It's really cool because, you know, the funny thing about life is we don't really get to see, you know, things just strangely come together sometimes in ways we never expected. You know, I got my degree in interior design and I graduated right, like right when the market crashed. And so I wound mm -hmm. up going into home staging, which then got me into real estate. And, um, like I said, it's been a really interesting journey, but in the meantime, I always plan on actually getting a master's in counseling because what I really wanted to do was help people. And so throughout the years, I, you know, started thinking more and more about, you know, what that would look like. And I wound up getting accepted into Northeastern. And then two months after my acceptance, I found out I was pregnant with my first baby. And I realized, okay, um, I'm managing a real estate business. Now I have a 
a baby on the way. I don't think, I think that getting a graduate degree right now is too much, you know, so I put that off. And so then I've just kind of grown in real estate and gotten to know that aspect. And in the meantime, started to really see what other people's needs are in these moves and changes in their lives. And what I'm finally finding is I have the opportunity to utilize every aspect of my experience to create a um, full service, you know, uh, like a, a full service for people, you know, where I can apply everything that I've learned throughout the years, you know, in time, I would like to also be able to offer design services in my relocation business. So I can help people with that part, you know, and then, like I said, getting my coaching certification. So I can also offer emotional support, you know, and then on top of it, my experience learning about the market and studying real estate, I can help people, you know, I'm, I'm working with someone who's moving to Atlanta right now. And so I've been able to kind of study the market a little bit out there. And then, you know, knowing the kind of real estate agents that um, I love the most, you know, who I feel like really go above and beyond, you know, I'm able to also research real estate agents for this client, you know, to find her somebody who is going to go above and beyond, who has really invested their time in getting to know the different neighborhoods, you know? Um, yeah, and, and you know the questions to ask and yeah. what, you know, the difference between having a great social media page and actually kind of walking the walk, which is important. It's so important. I mean, there's the agents out there who's, who are will go on the MLS and find a place, and there's the agents out there who will go out of their way to get to know the neighborhoods and have all the resources available, you know? And that's something I always liked about you, Christine. Like, you really go out of your way. You want to be the best agent you can be, and, you know, you've always kind of given it your all, and now applying coaching to that is amazing, you know? So it's really inspiring to me. I hope you're enjoying my conversation with Angeline. If you'd like to connect with her, you can call her at Roots Relocation Services at 847-269-6233. That's Roots Relocation Services at 847-269-6233. I know she'd love to hear from you. I really feel like for the first time in my life, I can utilize everything I want, I've always wanted and all the experience I've gained and the education I've gained to do something um, new and interesting that's really, really going to help people because people are scared. Moving is scary. Yeah. And I'm seeing these people on Facebook groups say, I'm going to move. And what do I need to know? What, sh what are the, what shouldn't I do? What should I do? What are, you know, tips and, and tricks and, and lessons you've learned in the past and what, what's the best mover and people are asking all these questions and what, what schools would be good for my kids, you know, I mean. That's a tough one, picking a yeah. school from long distance, I think that would be really challenging. Are you noticing more people doing home shopping like all online where they're doing like virtual tours and, and making actual decisions without actually seeing the house? rallies market i mean a lot of these markets in these uh southern towns because it's it's so much less expensive and you can get more um you know more acreage a lot of people are moving down there because they're like well i can work remotely so i can go anywhere why not buy a cheap house on two acres of land rally a lot of people are buying sight unseen you know wow. and they're getting in bidding wars and then on top of it these schools they are they're getting neighborhoods based on the schools but the schools are capping out so oh, then boy. kids are running up getting bust anyways. So 
you know, my goal is to find, you know, agents for people who um, really, really know that area, who, who kind of have some ins and outs on who to talk to, you know, administrators in the school system to discuss and, and get an idea of like what, what's going to happen with my kids, you know? Um, and those are the kind of people I want to connect my clients with, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about that, but you're right. It's kind of like when Bell School got huge, right? It was like the first really exciting, like quality neighborhood school, or at least that's what people believed at the time. And then everyone was like moving into that neighborhood. And then now, I mean, I know families that are like, it's too crowded. So yeah. it's, it, it, there's layers and layers and layers to it. it that's really interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just a lot to it. I worked with one client recently who she went with um, a package that I put together that is just for finding the right neighborhood, you know, and I researched, so she told me where her husband was going to be working. So I looked in neighborhoods all within a 30 mile radius, you know, and then I, I got on all these groups in those neighborhoods, you know, in order to like get to know all the resources, the locals. And so I wound up creating this crazy spreadsheet based on everything she, her family loves. They love to hike. They're, they're golfers, you know, they, um, you know, they really love nature, but they want good walkability. And she, she was telling me she wants a neighborhood similar to the one she lives in right now in Chicago, you know, so I wound up creating a really crazy spreadsheet. And then I even include quotes from locals because for example, crime is objective, you know, I mean, right what is safe to one person could be terrifying to another. So putting in a few, um, a few different quotes from locals about that. And then I also include um, a variety of links to different resources to get to know the crime rate in different ways. Like there's one where it's like, it's just, you know, highlighted in deep purple or light purple or pink or gray, you know, and then there's others where it actually says, has a picture of like a burglar or, you know, <laughs> so like get a feel for like what kind of crime, you know, they would be, they could be facing, you know, and yeah, that's super important. I was thinking about that from, from your standpoint of like being really careful about saying, okay, this is safe, just like as a broker, it's really, yeah. it's, you got to be really careful with that. Yeah, there's certain liabilities, you know, so I can only say so much, you know, but um, I mean, so I created this like huge spreadsheet for her and then before, and then we had a second consultation where we discussed everything that I, in the spreadsheet and what I highlighted, you know, I even had like a, um, a column on the market in that neighborhood, you know, how, what the, yeah, and it's, it's, it's like. great that you're putting together like factual stuff for people. Cause I know even in my experience, I've lived in so many neighborhoods in Chicago and people have really strong beliefs about certain things. And a lot of it is subjective because yeah. when you look at the actual numbers, it's like, no, you know, and I've lived in old mm -hmm. town and Rogers park and Lincoln park and Lakeview and I mean, I'm not going to say on here, but I could tell you which neighborhoods I think are the safest and it's not the ones that people believe, you know, right. so it's, inter it's really interesting and it depends on what street you live on and, you know, where this, the L and, you know, so tell me a little bit about where someone could find you if they're looking to, to have some, some help with their move. Well, I'm currently still working on a website. Okay. So basically, you know, I have my email and um, my phone number. And those would be the best ways to reach me. Um, and then we would go from there, you know. Okay. I'll, um, put that, I'll put that in the show notes that so that someone could find you if they want, if they want to find you. 
Yeah, that would be wonderful. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. It's been a really cool experience. This one woman who I did the neighborhood um, package for, you know, then I actually had an after consult before she went to visit the state and discussed with her all the different tricks in getting to know a neighborhood. You know, there's different ways where you can explore neighborhoods that people don't even think about. Oh yeah, like what? Um, like for example, you know, if you are gonna explore, let's say three different neighborhoods in a new state, one thing that like you should do is bring a notepad and sit at an outdoor diner, like cafe, not a chain, but like a small little restaurant get a beer at one place, go to another and get lunch or, you know, a little snack, talk to the locals, talk to your server, stop in, you know, stop at like a little boutique, ask questions. You know, if you're, if it's a weekend say, you know, what's going on this weekend and hear and listen to what they have to say. And you can get to know the culture. You can get to know the area. You can learn so much by talking to locals, you know? So I wound up like talking her through how to actually plan her entire six day trip so she could fit in all the towns she was interested in, you know, and then on top of it, get a little information. Her and her husband, you know, made sure to take lots of pictures. They both brought notepads and they stopped into different places and just asked a lot of questions, which we don't think about sometimes, you know, we get a little nervous, but locals are oftentimes very happy to talk about their town. You know, people, people get excited about that, you know, so they went and they got everything they needed out of that trip. When I talked to her, she's like, oh my God, that was amazing. I took all your advice, I did everything you suggested. We learned so much. And I think this is the town we want to move to, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's funny that we were talking, I think on the phone that I have a girlfriend who moved to North Carolina, ironically. And she's only been there a couple of years. And I think she's moved like three times because she's still trying to find that place that would be right for her and I think her initial plan was like oh I just want to be by the beach because I think when you come from Chicago it's like I just want warm weather I don't care about anything else you know but then once she got down there and realized okay but I don't want to be 10 miles from the nearest anything and you know so yeah. or this place is dog friendly you know she had she has struggled to really make you know make a home for herself or put down roots into your you know yeah. for your thing and so, yeah, I think it's super valuable. And I, I, like I said, I'm really, really excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited too. It's been really interesting because that's something too. People get caught in like one ideal, but my, one of my, the things I do in my consultation is I ask really, really deep, you know, deep rooted questions about their lives and everything, because it really helps me get to know what's important to them. You know, I mean, things like, do you, are you, do you want to live in an area where there's a lot of big box shops and, and it's really um, accessible or are you looking for, you know, Peg's hardware and a couple of small bookstores and, and you're good to go, you know, um, and those are things we don't think about. And yeah, is it a dog friendly neighborhood? I mean, you, are there a lot of dog parks? You know, those are things that like, we don't always think about in a move because sometimes we get one tracked on like, the most important stuff, but moves are expensive and they are exhausting. So my goal is to make it as easy as possible and help people pinpoint where to go so that they don't have to keep up and moving every time. Right. Get it right the first time. I think the other thing that popped in my head while we were talking too, is that by the time a, a, a city or a neighborhood in another city gets popular enough for a bunch of people to want to move there, by the time we hear about it, maybe it's too late, like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, how do you, how do you decide 
to be on the next wave is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, 10 years ago when people were starting to move to Logan Square, right here yeah. in Chicago, it's like, why would you want to move there? Right. And then it becomes, you know, the next it place or whatever. So do you have any like tricks or, you know, insights as to how to pick something that might be more like an up and coming place? So I do a lot of research with that too. You know, part of it is talking to local real estate agents. I reach out, you know, and I, I, you know, because they know, I mean, I can, you know, you and I could tell anybody coming to Chicago, what is the up and coming area? What are the up and coming areas right now? What's still affordable, you know, that we could get into now, you know, Um, and we could have those conversations with people. Um, You know, a good real estate agent knows like, okay, where, where are we seeing some movement, you know? Um, so I think that is step one, you know, and then it's also just kind of doing research and reading articles about, you know, where jobs are starting to pop up, you know, I mean, the tech industry is huge and that's kind of where things are going. We're seeing, you know, engineers and, um, the, you know, just in general, like, um, that whole industry is blowing up. And so wherever we see, you know, a major company, you know, puts roots down in a city, even a small town or nearby, you're going to start to see growth there because people yeah. are given opportunities, you know, um, like there's some really, really amazing little towns in Arkansas that are kind of up and coming, you know, and, um, and then looking at college towns too, like the, that, that's always a good way is look at the college towns in this, in the country and, you know, they're always going to keep spreading out, you know, because right. And there's always a lot of young people. And then the young people bring you know, music and art and, yeah. and things like that, too. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to go, because then they graduate. And a lot of times they stay where they are. So then you see the expansion of, you know, the college town, and you start to see these little towns start to expand. And, and because, you know, it gets overpopulated and like Madison. So all these little towns around Madison and Wisconsin are starting to blow up and starting, you know, so it's like, there's, it's, it's important to stay on top of like what's happening with the economy, what's happening with the job market, you know, where people are moving, you know, and, and to just be on top of it, you know, and sometimes it's just even a matter of like Googling, like what are the up and coming, you know, small towns in the, in the country, you know, and there's articles on that. But the problem is this research takes forever. I mean, I, I spent three months just researching Raleigh to get to know the different neighborhoods and people are working and especially families. Like we don't live in a time where, you know, it's, it's that easy for to have a stay at home mom and the dad go to work. Like everybody's working. And now these kids are, you know, homeschooling and people are tired and stressed out have a lot on their plate you know so I mean a lot of these packages take me anywhere from you know 10 to 120 hours depending on which package they go with you know but yeah and I think you know I know from my own experience especially when you just start randomly googling it's like the whole analysis paralysis thing right where you're like oh god this is really really overwhelming and and so for you to be able to kind of take a little bite out of that for people and be like okay I've eliminated a lot of the crap here's here's what you need to know I personally think you should be charging way more money but that's a whole nother conversation um so I have a one question that I'm asking all the women that I'm interviewing on the podcast and this is perfect for you since you were have been talking about leaving Chicago so if you are leaving Chicago and you know you're not going to be coming back 
what's the meal that you would have to have before you go? Oh my God, that's the hardest question ever. Like it depends what mood I'm in and I'm pregnant right now. Oh God, yeah. Well, just say whatever you want. God, there's so many good ones. Oh, Christine, there's so many good ones. I mean, Little Bad Wolf in Edgewater slash Andersonville is amazing. I love that place. Oh God. I mean, before I got pregnant, that was my go-to with my girlfriends, a cocktail. I would get, you know, their, their Brussels sprouts and their tacos. Oh, they're delicious. Um, but I mean, and then the pizza, there's no, there's no place else like pizza in Chicago. What's your favorite pizza in Chicago? Um, oh boy. Well, <laughs> Fat Chris's, if you want Detroit. Style. Oh my God. I love Fat Chris's oh. and nobody knows about it. Nobody does. And it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Like I, and my name is Chris, right? So every time I get the box, I'm like, I'm going to be Fat Chris if I keep ordering this pizza. Yeah. So I have to be really careful. <laughs> um, Pequod's, if you want, like, just a nice, thick. And I love going to Pequod's. The brick walls, the just the sports TVs. It just feels like gritty old school Chicago. But you're getting, like, really good pizza. And it's loud. And, you know. Um, they you know, nice- they have frozen pizzas now that you can pick up. No way. Yeah. Wow. I just thought you might like to know that being pregnant now. You can have one in your freezer just for emergencies. That's good to know. Uh, Maison Parisian in, um, on Clark Street. Um, I don't know if you've been there, but they make No, I it. haven't, but I've heard other people talk about it. French sandwiches, absolutely delicious. Mm. Oh, my God. Like, um, and little French pastries. I, I lived there when I was pregnant with my first. I actually rode my bike there when I was like six months pregnant, picked up this giant ba- baguette sandwich and rode my bike home. <laughs> that's how you know it's good. Well, that sounds like a good thing to do when you're six months pregnant. Yeah, but it's just kind of funny to imagine this big, huge pregnant woman on a bike with this like foot long baguette hanging off. Of it sounds shoulder. very French to me. I think it's perfect. <laughs> well listen Angeline it's been so great to talk to you I'm so excited for you and I think you found like a perfect thing for you and I'm I'm really really looking forward to watching this grow and bloom for you because I I really I can't say enough about you as a as a human as somebody who is more than qualified to to do this job and I think anybody who is smart enough to recognize what you're providing is going to feel like they hit a home run really 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 great thank you so much christine this has been so fun to talk about and i really appreciate you considering me and bringing me on it's been such an honor to be a part of one of your podcasts um and um yeah thank you this has been a lot of fun all right awesome i will talk to you soon take care you too bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of She's on Top. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like and share. Also, if you know someone who would make a great guest, send them my way. The Edgewater edition continues next week with Marjorie Fritz Birch. Don't miss it.